Section 36 of Wheels, the Fifth Cycle. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Bibliography Aldous Huxley, The Burning Wheel, published by B. H. Blackwell. Without any doubt, an original poet. The Nation. The Defeat of Youth, published by B. H. Blackwell. The best thing in Mr. Huxley's new volume is The Defeat of Youth. The later poems in the book belong to his subjective eccentric period wherein lies are notable epigrammatists, the nation. Mr. Huxley is a poet whom it is as difficult to praise outright as it is to overlook him altogether. If Mr. Huxley could abandon his search for the rarer emotions for rareness' sake, and if he could be a little less ingenious all round, he would be a better poet. Land and Water Mr. Huxley's great merit is that he does not attempt to conceal his sophistication. His great defect is that the degree of his sophistication is rather overwhelming. His verse is truly elegant. His rhythms are good. It is incisely phrased. It is devoid of clichés. It is often ironically witty and often originally and agreeably coloured. It would be possible to demonstrate his power to write beautifully and well from almost any page in his volume. The New Statesman Mr. Huxley is a poet who focuses his mind without stint into verse, a process which has its dangers. But his mind is so richly stored and so quickly receptive that the result never lacks interest. It is clear that any idea or emotion that comes to him has the best possible chance of surviving beautifully. The Times Leader, just published, Chatto and Windus Limbo, just published, Chatto and Windus Sherard Vines, The Two Worlds, published by B. H. Blackwell An extremely vivid and charming poet, The Nation The Kaleidoscope, just published William Keen Seymour Sword and Flute Osbert Sitwell, Argonaut and Juggernaut, Chateau and Windus Old ways and new ways of writing poetry are effectively exemplified in Mr. Sitwell's interesting and accomplished, if not seldom tantalising, volume, The Scotsman. It is the fashion to slang our young poets, but the answer to their critics, which they make in such volumes as Argonaut and Juggernaut, and Mr. Sassoon's war poems, seems to me a pretty satisfying one. They were the first Englishmen of letters to exhibit the war in the dress in which generations of their countrymen will assuredly see it. They, and they alone, subduing their artists' sense to this debt of service to humanity, but giving it also its due vesture of grace and freedom in expressing to unthinking, unhearing England what it meant. The Nation Wayfarer. Irony has been an art lost this long while to English letters. Mr. Sitwell has found it, has established it, has triumphed in a medium of all the most difficult to the English sense. He is elegant, suave, restrained, and mighty. Iron, cold iron, is master of men all. He has avoided the easy mistake of making it hot and soft. Daily Herald. 
Mr. Osbert Sitwell has a rich and fantastic imagination. The section called The Phoenix Feasters is brimful of beauty and brightness. Miss Rose Macaulay in The Daily News In all the volume, there is not a poem but counts because of its intellectual and emotional content. Birmingham Post Captain Sitwell, in his combative moods, is one of the swiftest pursuers of Mrs. Grundy. Times Literary Supplement There is a big hatred in this young man for facts, which many respectable folks accept either with a half-hidden eagerness or with a shrug of the shoulders. He is a wit and a scourge, and a genuine poet. He can make your blood curdle, unless you have made too much money out of the war, with his terrible picture of the modern Abraham, a piece of grim satire, suitably dedicated to his friend and fellow poet, Siegfried Sassoon. Bystander Sir Cheverell Sitwell, The People's Palace, published by B. H. Blackwell. This is the most advanced poetry we have had so far, advanced in that it is founded on a theory probably new to this country. Robert Nichols in The New Witness. We have attributed more to Mr. Sitwell than to any poet of quite his generation. We require of him only ten years of toil. T. S. Eliot in The Egoist. The Mayor of Mercia is almost unreadable for dullness. Jones, Miss Topsy, in A. or The Common Cause. The word dire shows real observation and imagination. It illuminates. It is the word one might have thought of and didn't. Jones, Miss Topsy, in A. or The Common Cause. Editor's Note. Hoity-toity, Topsy Jones. Our Stylists. The People's Palace purports to be a collection of verse by Sir Cheverell Sitwell. Its sheer inanity is beyond description. The audacity of wasting precious paper, to say nothing of printing ink, on such unadulterated drivel, take, sick, one's breath away. The World Edith Sitwell, Clowns' Houses, published by B. H. Blackwell Miss Sitwell's verses may remind some people of the Italian comedy seen through a distorting mirror. The Italian comedy is a little formula that will contain a very large bulk of life and Miss Sitwell's performing matter has mind behind it. We convolute and spiralise, but somebody has hold of the strings. Her method has, to a certain extent, been a cockshire for the trumpery reviewer, but inasmuch as she does not use it, either perversely or to exploit her personality, we rather admire her courage than deprecate the chosen vessel of its wrath. The Nation If, by chance which is not so improbable as appears, Miss Sitwell's teapot reminded her first of the Tower of London and then of Joan of Arc, she would say so without hesitation or consistency. For the most part, we believe that she is trying her best to be honest with her own conceptions, and that being so, she is of course perfectly right not to care whether they appear outlandish. Times Literary Supplement she is a poet for whose poetry the taste must emphatically be acquired. What seemed like imaginative madness shows on acquaintance much method. The Oxford Chronicle Miss Sitwell can write fait galant 
and perverted nursery rhymes as well as any poet alive. New Statesman Miss Sitwell is best and most herself when she dances a graceful grotesque pas seul of absurdities, using rhyme, as Monsieur Duhamel puts it, pour taper du talon les pas d'une petite danse qui sont commode, and pour mettre des talons rouges dans une fête galante. The Saturday Westminster Gazette Her vision and her technique are so individual as to be inimitable. Her manner of expression is admirably suited to herself. It is perhaps suited to nobody else. She observes the surfaces of things not only with abnormal clearness, but with delight. And the youth, or rather the childlikeness of her vision, makes us see them more clearly also, or recalls our own bygone vision of them again. Her satire is the satire of a very young person, or a fairy. The New Age Edith Sitwell, The Wooden Pegasus, published by B. H. Blackwell Miss Sitwell's perversity, ceasing to be ethical, has passed into its aesthetic perfection. She is indeed quite a virtuoso. Times Literary Supplement Reality takes on the strange nightmarish qualities of hallucination. Miss Sitwell's method is limited in scope, but within its limitations can produce interesting and often fantastically beautiful results. We see her work at its best, and most characteristic, the hallucinated vision, the precise, glassily bright technique, the curiously profound wit, in the fifteen bucolic poems. Letter from the Native to the Editor of Wheels, re the Swiss Rhapsody. Zwölf Herzogstrasse, Bern. Dear Miss Edith, just I received a lovely poem from Mr. Sacheveril about Switzerland when he was travelling from Italy through Saint-Plon-Maison-Genève. Really, I am enjoying very much to read this poem where I am native from this country. Since, like Schiller, the great poet from Germany, when he was travelling in the wonderful lake from Lausanne and write this work from William Tell, I should be very pleased when to have some more poem from Mr. Suchfeld Sitfeld about Switzerland. I am remain your sincerely, Frieda Widmer. Note, the editor of Wheels will shortly answer all the attacks in a pamphlet to be published separately. The attackers are properly in for it. End of section. End of Wheels, the fifth cycle. Recording by Nemo, Eva Davis, Newgate novelist, and Algie Pug.